Woohoo! Guess what? <laughs> this is episode 10, guys. This is episode 10 wearing double digits. That's a big deal when you're nine and you're turning 10. It's also a big deal for this podcast. Oh my goodness, it's a Sunday afternoon and I've just been for a mental health walk. <laughs> but I had some amazing realizations and I really want to share them with you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Here we go. <music> G'day, g'day, friends. It's a Sunday afternoon here, and I am sitting in my beautiful sunroom. I've got Ruby to my right. The sun is coming in the window. It's really, really warm, and I'm so called to um, deliver this week's podcast. I went for a beautiful, what I would call a mental health walk, <laughs> a soul stroll this morning. Um, because it was so needed like lately for the past probably like week and a half maybe two weeks I've just been having this feeling um, and it wasn't unfamiliar to me it's just been a while since I've experienced it in this way and I'll talk you through it um, I was uncomfortable it was it was anxiety really and if you've ever experienced anxiety you know that you want to pin it to something. The natural reaction is to want to pin it to a reason like so that then we can find a solution and it all comes back to control. Like if we can just figure out why we're anxious or we guess this is why we're anxious and why we're feeling uncomfortable and we can just solve that problem, then everything will be okay. But as I've explained um, how it works with me, these heavy feelings and things don't need fixing they need to be moved through, but that doesn't stop us from wanting to fix it. Um, and it doesn't make the moving through it any easier. Well, maybe it does. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, anyway, I've been feeling, you know, rather like everything's still been great, but there's been this like shadow that, and this, this feeling in my chest that I've been getting around. And I can absolutely straight off the bat and label five things at least that would be attributing to that you know like the way that we're feeling internally can sometimes be a direct result of what's happening happening externally like if you you know there's always a reason if we actually want to look about it and I know that there's many factors going on in my life like everyone else's that could quite simply be attributing to these uncomfortable feelings and these concerns. But, you know, it's easier not to um, acknowledge those, isn't it? <laughs> oh, because we think that we're superhuman and we feel like that shouldn't be bothering us. But of course, these circumstances, even though if we don't think they're directly bothering us, will attribute to this fear in some way. But for me without going into everything because we've only got like I try and keep these around 40 minutes between 30 to 40 minutes and um you know it would probably take a few years to dive into some of these perlers but um you know it's I've had some really big extended um periods with the kids um and that you know boys are intense and I I love my children but um, they're so loud <laughs> and that sort of thing um, and 
you know, that, that weight of that is quite taxing on me, especially when I'm such an introvert by nature, um, quiet and loud is really important to me and loud noises, extended periods of loudness and confusion and they're fighting and all of that can, um, it takes its toll on me and I need that downtime. Um, which hasn't been coming, which is also okay. I'm not saying that, but this is just um, things that have been attributing to feeling unsafe, not unsafe or unstable. And then comparison can slide in and it starts to feel like everyone else has this amazing freedom, which is not true. This is just the story. And I start to feel, we can start to feel trapped within our existence or weighed down the weight of our story, because that's what it is. It's a story. The weight of the story that we're carrying about this moment in time can feel insurmountable. So that's what's been creeping in. And so I've been having to dance with that. Um, thanks to a few things that have been happening and shifting externally that are out of my control. So we just have to move with that. And then add on that, the, the story and the desire for wanting to not be doing this alone you know, it's been feeling really isolating. So that's been compounding um, with this heaviness. And then on top of that, um, when I finally, like the, the boys were with their dad this weekend um, and that, that desired break that I felt like I needed came, but the feeling of feeling uncomfortable um, didn't shift. So then I started searching and thought it was something else. And then I got the call that my littlest love, my littlest son was being rushed to hospital in an ambulance, um, unable to breathe, which then um, led to a couple of days in hospital with him. It's, you know, I've been shaken to my core. Now he's fine. He had croup, which we've never experienced before, um, which led to three massive doses of adrenaline to keep him breathing. Um, through our stay in the hospital and it really shook me even more Um, and it I went for my walk today because I'm still got this like this weight on my chest I can't shift it and even though all these different elements are moving on and while I know my rational mind knows that I am grateful I am so grateful and that we are safe and that I'm so lucky to be living the life that I'm living, um, that this, this feeling doesn't need to be fixed. It needs to be experienced and it needs to be understood. And so it's not coming from any of these necessarily external factors, but sometimes we can't, well, we can't sweep things under the rug. We have to feel them, acknowledge them, move through them. And that's where I am right now. So as much as I believe like that the story is telling me that I need to solve or fix or if this was different or if I just had a partner or if I wasn't having to deal with this, this and this or if I have more time to myself or if I, you know, one of those stories, then everything would be okay. That's just not the truth because there's always going to be something. Um, Maybe it would be easier to cope with other elements but what needs to be felt is what's happening and everything is so divine in its timing like I wouldn't be going through this feeling if it wasn't going to help someone or myself or be um, laced with some beautiful acknowledgement 
and neither would you like you we wouldn't be experiencing what we're experiencing if there wasn't a greater purpose fate does not deal in mistakes I don't believe that but what we can do with these uncomfortable feelings these icky realizations because believe me I've had a few like and on my walk this this morning oh that realization that got served to me on a big forking silver platter was that I've been trying to control um, some of the outcomes and fix the problems, fix this feeling. Um, and I know better, like I know this stuff, but same train, different station. It's, you know, fear and whatever it is and the desire to want something so badly within our life can then shift quickly to fear is what I'm trying to say. The desire for something and the need and the longing for something can be so strong that then the fear of not having that can overpower it because desire is such a beautiful thing to want. It's such an important part of life. But then if the wishing and the longing and the hoping for that thing turns into micromanaging and controlling and fear-based actions, um, then it becomes really ugly and it feels awful. And you'll know the difference because when we're co-creating with the universe, when we're working on our field, and by that I mean our energetic field, when we're manifesting, that feels great. That feels light. That feels expansive. But when we're trying to control, predict, micromanage, um, work towards I'm using inverted commas because we can put a positive spin on it but if that's what we're trying to do and we're trying to influence the outcome of the future it's going to feel restrictive it's going to feel panicky it's going to feel uneasy it's going to feel wobbly but it's not in terms of growth it's in terms of control and that is yucky realization to have about ourselves but it's also really helpful because then it's like it's a cool, I like to call it a high bottom. So you hear people talk about a rock bottom quite often. Like we have to hit rock bottom before we can start building our way out or clawing our way out or crawling our way out, whatever it may be. But I'm also a huge fan of a high bottom. <laughs> that sounds funny. Like it should have a rap song or something to it. I like high bottoms and I cannot lie. Um, by the way, I can rap that whole song. So if you'd like um, me to do that one day, totally can. Happy to do it. Um, a high bottom is not rock bottom, but it's a low point that serves a purpose. Right? A high bottom. So I had that. I've had my come to Jesus moment or whatever it is, bathroom floor. Oh, scary, you know. And it was so much to do with you know, the epiphany of everything, um, the combination of everything. There's no accidents. So my high bottom and a high bottom is an invitation to see things differently. It's an invitation to have a realization about your life. It's an invitation where you commit to reflection, where you realize that, no, this isn't working. What I'm doing doesn't feel good. How I'm feeling is not necessarily ideal, idyllic. It doesn't mean it's going to fix it, but insight is power, 
right? Insight breeds momentum. Insight breeds um, a new way to be and lightness and understanding. And, you know, it usually comes down to, oh, this is just another one of those human experiences. And I'm just going to have to ride this out because it's hard. It's okay for things to be hard. It's okay to enjoy your life but not be in love with every moment of it I mean crikey it's okay to have poor me moments and pity pity party moments but just don't unpack and live there because that's lonely as fuck honestly great now I'm gonna have to put an explicit um warning on this (laughs) you know what that doesn't bother me doesn't bother me um because swearing is okay in my book and this is my podcast so And I'm sure if you're listening to this by now, then you're totally okay with dropping the F-bomb or whatever it is that comes out because that's just how it is. So embracing these high bottoms, but calling it, like not to keep tumbleweeding through the spiral of despair or angst or fear or dread. These high bottoms are really handy for the next step forward. But they've got to be met with compassion. Like, it's got to be compassion because you're probably not going to like what you find out about yourself in these high bottom places. Because you're probably going to find out that you've been thinking a certain way or viewing something a certain way. And then you've got to embrace your humanness because we are only human. Like, I mean, sometimes I feel like I need a cape. And we all have our superwoman vibe on. That's totally awesome. But this is a human experience with human feelings. And that's okay too. Like it's quite delicious really to embrace our humanness. Because who wants to try and be perfect? Oh, bomb. That's gross. But we need these shifts. We need these shifts. Because the quickest way to work out if you're living in alignment is to slip out of it. The quickest way to work out if you're living in alignment is to slip out of it. So then when you realize that the way that you're thinking, feeling, experiencing or what you're doing, your actions are not making you feel the way you want to feel because there's anxiety, there's angst, there's fear, there's depressed, like you're feeling depressed there's um, confusion, there's worry, there's emotion that is just pouring out of you at left, right and center and you can't explain it, use it. Use it to understand that and take stock of your life and work out what it is that's making you feel uncomfortable and edit it frequently and ruthlessly. If there's accounts on your Instagram and Facebook, get rid of them. If they're not triggering joy or sparking you know useful thought you don't owe anything to anyone for them to be on your feed like same thing with life if there's an app or a conversation with someone or something that's not making you feel good limit it but also understand why why isn't this making you feel good what can you do to move forward By slipping out of alignment, we understand 
what it's going to take to come back in and what feels really good for us. Don't be scared about, don't be afraid about slipping out because then you get to bring it all back in. And now if you do find yourself that you have been, because I get, I want to say every single person listening to this is trying to control something in some way, shape or form. What are you trying to control within your life? Where is it? What are you doing? Is it you're trying to hustle some money into your bank account? Are you trying to get someone to see things a certain way? Are you wanting the attention of someone? Are you trying to control your children um, and feeling really bad that you can't? Are you um, trying to control the perception of others, of yourself, of your home or something? Are you trying to control the way people view you in the workplace? Are you trying to con- like bring a relationship into existence? Are you trying to get engaged? You know, whatever it is, are you trying to get someone to commit? Are you trying whatever it is, you know, are you holding on to resentment, hoping that that will make someone see how great you are? You know, are you trying to make someone forgive you even? Are you trying, you know, there's so many things that we could be trying to do, but if we're doing it in a manipulative or um, white knuckle fear-based way then we're not going to get it it's just not going to happen that's not how you get more of what you want that's how you get less of what you want in your life I'm sure of it fucking sure of it so what do we do when we have this realization without letting go of the desire we embrace desire we love desire life should have be filled with things that we desire but we surrender to the way that they're going to happen. We surrender to the need to control it into existence. We surrender the how, but we embrace what might be. We hand it over. We trust the process. We believe in what is coming because we trust in something that we can't see. And that everything will work out as it's meant to. And that's scary. If you're going, but, 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 then you really need to surrender again. (laughs) And that's the thing. Just when you think you've surrendered enough, surrender some more and hand it over. Hand it over to a higher power, your angels, your higher self, God, whoever it is that you you speak to and you work with and you co-create with the universe. I'm a universe girl. I believe that there's an energy and that we everything is energy and that we need to hand it over because I can't believe that the universe works in so many mysterious ways but it won't be able to do this one thing that I really want. Like that doesn't work that way. And I heard this quote and this conversation about, I don't know why, it's so fucking ridiculous really, isn't it? Like we, be, we don't control the dawn, right? None of us do. The sun comes up and it sets every single day without us having to do a damn thing. Miracles happen within our lives and coincidences and um, all of these sorts of things every single day. Yet, and we believe in them. We believe in the power of energy and we believe in magic. 
and we believe in all those other cool things. But if we, we convince ourselves that we have to say this, do this, like create this in this certain way or else it won't happen. Like fluff. Let's call ourselves out, please. I think that when it comes to this, we need to call ourselves out and realize that we don't control the dawn and we don't need to control every aspect or this aspect or whatever it is. We just need to believe and we need to attune to that. And if you want to call it manifesting or what, whatever it is, trusting that it will come in the divine timing that it's meant to doesn't mean that you need to stop wanting it or desiring it. It just means that you have to let go of how it's going to get here. Still saying, but, 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 you need surrender some more. Surrender and surrender some more because everything happens exactly how it should in the timing that will be about, bring about the highest good of ourselves and all those involved. Doesn't that feel good? Doesn't that feel just so much lighter to know and believe? Don't just say it, believe it, that everything is unfolding for me and it's in the highest good for myself and all of those involved. I believe that. Sometimes I forget it, but I believe it. That just instantly opens up my heart. It instantly breaks my chest open. It instantly just changes everything within my body. But sometimes we forget. So here's to embracing the high bottoms of our life. (laughs) That's so fun to say. Say it. High bottom. (laughs) Am I five? (laughs) Oh. Here's to embracing the high bottoms. We need the shifts. And through these shifts, we have invitations to surrender and surrender some more. Everything is unfolding for us in our highest good, in the highest good, and for the highest good, for ourselves and for all of those involved. Now, isn't that just simply complicated? Hmm. Have a great week, guys.